On Hanukkah, we recite the tefillah of Al Hanisim. We thank Hashem for the miracles, Vala Purkan, Vala Gvoros, Vala Chuos. We then conclude, Vala Melchomas. We thank Hashem for the battle. So the first five are understandable. We express our gratitude for all the miracles and the wonders. We thank Hashem for the wars. We'd rather not experience any wars. We can live without the battles and just have the salvation. So why do we thank Hashem? So Rabbi Label Eger in his Sefer Imre Emes asks a very interesting question. After Yaakov concluded this battle with the Sarshal Esav, this demonic force tells Yaakov, you will no longer be called Yaakov, your new name will be Yisrael. Kesirisa, because you battled with an angel, Vatuchal, and you prevailed. The name Yisrael is rooted in the word Sirisa. And the question is, shouldn't Yaakov's new name be rooted in the word Vatuchal to symbolize his victory? Isn't winning the battle a greater acclaim? Says Rebbe Eger, the end result, the victory itself, is a gift from Hashem. This is not what Yaakov achieved on his own. His accomplishment was that he kept on fighting. He never gave up. He kept on battling all night long. It is the Sarisa that is noteworthy. His tenacity, his relentless struggle against the powers of evil. That's why we will forever be known as B'nai Yisrael, from the word Sarisa. The fight and the battle is what personifies us as a nation. Throughout the generations, we will never back down from a battle. There's an adage, we battle with the world and we call it sociology. With God, and we call it theology. With ourselves, and we call it psychology. We are by nature a nation of fighters. It's built into our genes. We are Am Oyrev. It's in our DNA. We don't give an inch. And now we understand why we also include Baal Melchomais. Melchomais is the key to everything. Our battles is what should be praised. When we are able to battle and overcome our challenges, that is something worthy of celebration. Overcoming adversity makes us grow and thrive. Life is a continuous battle. Nobody ever conquers all their challenges. When we finally defeat one challenge, it seems that there's always a new one on the horizon. But if not for the battles and the hardships, we would never appreciate the successes and the victories. It's because of the wars that we triumph. It's because of the hardships that we prosper. It's only because of the darkness that we appreciate the light. The Svasemis explains that the days of Hanukkah were designed for Halal and Hoidah. Halal, we praise Hashem for the miracles that occurred. And Hoidah, we give thanks for the suffering that preceded it. We not only thank Hashem for His chasadim and His miracles, but also for the battles we endured that enabled our salvation. We don't celebrate redemption alone, but also the pain and anguish that necessitated the redemption. The suffering and the liberation are to be seen as one indivisible unit. If a doctor has to break an arm in order to reset it properly, he deserves thanks for both the breaking and the resetting. So too, we must recognize the Yad Hashem in our suffering as well as in our salvation. It's the struggles that mold us and helps us rise to greater heights. There's a famous saying, If life serves you lemons, make lemonade. Lemonade is a delicious drink, especially on a hot summer day. But what people forget is that you can't make lemonade if you don't have lemons. We need to experience the lemons in order to appreciate the lemonade. 
If not for the hardships, we would never appreciate the Yeshua's. So we save our Mechamas and we thank Hashem for the battles because the setbacks and the hardships are oftentimes the impetus for greater growth and elevation. To illustrate this point, I'd like to share with you an incredible story. In 1983, Rabbi Yosef Eckstein from Brooklyn, New York, was preparing for a simcha. His wife had just given birth to their fifth child. But unfortunately, the child was diagnosed with a disease called Tay-Sachs, a genetic disorder that affects the nervous system. The child would experience developmental delays, become paralyzed, and pass away before the age of five. Tragically, this was his fourth child born with this disease. Rav Eckstein was heartbroken, but instead of feeling sorry for himself, he decided to do something about it. He said, Hashem has given me this challenge because He wants me to bring awareness of this disease to the community, so no other couple would have to suffer and go through the pain that I'm experiencing. So he developed a genetic screening program that would prevent two Tay-Sex carriers from getting married, thereby reducing the prevalence of the disease. He called it Daryasharim. And because of the stigma at the time, he kept the results very discreet. High schoolers would have a blood sample drawn for a DNA test, and the lab would send the information directly to Daryasharim, and each person would receive a number. Later on, when a shidduch was proposed, the families or the shatrim would call Daryasharim's hotline with the two unnamed numbers. If neither of them, or even if one potential mate, were a carrier, the operator would say, Good match. If both were carriers, the operator would say, not compatible. Incredibly, the program worked and continues on until this very day. The Kingsbrook Medical Center Tay-Sex unit, which once had a long waiting list, is now closed due to the success of Daryasharm. Each year, Daryasharm screens about 20,000 people, mostly teenagers in over 400 schools worldwide for Tay-Sachs, as well as a slew of other genetic diseases. In their history, Darius Sharm has prevented well over 2,000 potential Shaduchim. That's a lot of grief and tragedy that's been averted. Over 4,000 families that have been spared much heartbreak. Rav Eckstein is a prime example where a person was given a challenge, and only because of the challenge, he rose to great heights to save much pain and suffering. It was his battles that was the impetus for his incredible success. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.